And welcome back, everyone. Hopefully you've gotten your snacks and stretched all of your appendages. Uh, to get ready for the trial. So, I believe that you all were fast-forwarding to the trial, so that is now the date of Undecim the 1st, the 11th month of the year, and the date of trial. So, as you are woken up from your luxurious quarters in the Citadel, um, you are gathered by one of the servants as you all make your way down to the ground level of the Citadel. You said you all are wearing your fancy walking around clothes, right? Yeah. For the trial? Yeah. Yeah, we want to look respectable. Are you all wearing your uh, brooches, except for Rin? Please don't, because then it'll be obvious. But uh, do we get advantages if we do? Yeah, yeah. Actually, wear them if you want. I'll just um, wear like a scarf where mine would be and pretend like you can't see it. I could have sworn when we were doing that deal that you took yours back. I thought like, I did too. Yeah, I could have sworn. But it's okay. It's, it's okay. behind us. Yep. <laughs> It's more funny that I don't have it, actually. <laughs> Let's say, have you thought that? A little late to argue that now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th I, we I thought at the up, time, but I just uh, was at like... At the time. Mm. Yeah, we were like, wait a second, I, I thought we didn't have that. And you're like, no, you did. And we were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. All right. So you make your way um, downwards and you're led by one of the servants. Here you are. Um... And just sort of nod and walk away and there's a large chamber of double doors that are open and you can see inside and is a sort of elongated rectangular room um the floor is just nice marble there is a, a deep red carpet sort of from all the way from the entrance to the end and you can see at the end of this red carpet on the opposite side of the room is the throne this is the throne room that you have been in once before except there are a lot more people here sort of the sides of the throne room there are makeshift sort of seating areas that are sort of cordoned off for the um, people to watch of which are mostly wealthy or noble people that are here in the throne room watching you have um, off to the king's or the emperor's left um, you have some of his advisors. You see General Uthek. You see um, Archmage that you had seen once before. You had uh, briefly spoken to, which is Archmage Sphyxia. Uh, you see the Empress Lei, who is also seated um, beside. And then you see um, the Chancellor as well. Martin Wyndham <clears throat> is there. There are in very high amounts of Imperial Guard here, um, which these, um, it looks like they're wearing sort of, think of how you've seen them around town where they have sort of the, um, the blue sort of the feathers in their helmets. That's why they nicknamed them peacocks. Um, 
but the royal guard they have their blue cloaks with the gold trim um and the gold emblem of avantis on their cloaks and then the plumage think of it now where they're they're like wearing their dress their dress plate <laughs> for this <laughs> event um lots of shining silvers and golds <clears throat> and you see as well um the barrister for the crown uh, lord mornhill is off to the left side um at a table there's an area sort of you know roped off or cordoned off with uh sort of barriers in between and he's seated at a table there's some seating behind him and there to the right you can see um the other barrister as well this would be uh, margaret Purinel with lord cook who is in chains both arms bound and legs bound seated at the table with her and similarly a uh, seating behind her in front of the cordon off area and you see one of the gods say and kind of put his hand up uh, to stop you from entering please state your names ron uh brain heal daughter princess vin uh valkan apologies um miss vin there's no denotation of any um nobility or royal status <laughs> here you're saying that you didn't know that i was a princess or that it doesn't matter i'm saying to be recognized as a nobility or royalty of this magnitude that we would require your documentation for your heritage to be properly addressed before the court as it has not been provided beforehand well i'm just saying that that's what i am so i don't really care how you doctrinate me very well um you all are sweet justice i see uh here called by the lord mornhill so please step forward and take a seat in the seating behind him to the left okay thank you and you see him calling people in and like checking like credentials talking to them figuring out who they are uh, and directing them to seats or if there's people that are there to watch kind of thing is Bran is here uh well spoil my surprise oh I could smell him you see in the seating this is kind of a who's who of like Falchir, uh wealthy merchants nobility um royalty distant you know cousins or whomever of the royal family that are there to kind of witness the spectacle because uh, this is sort of a big deal one of the lords who is a, a lord over one of the emperor's towns is on trial <laughs> so <clears throat> as you make your way forward you see there sort of in the front row is lord kelvin thornsby and seated next to him is, of course, mm. Captain Brannis of his guard. And he sort of sees you since you're making your way all the way forward and he looks at you while he goes, Good of you to show up. I would have hated to have to find you. Why would we not show up? Why would you say that? Because I know you. No, you really don't. You really, really don't. Well, at least you're, um, on the right side of things here it seems so good luck don't screw it up what we saved but Bryn, it's okay just uh mm -hmm. pretend mm -hmm. they are not here okay it's very hard to do it's very hard to pretend that he's not here 
we can make fun of how bad his hair looks. Oh. Yes, let's do that. Let's go find a seat. Immaculate. Like, he spent way too much money to <laughs> get, like... It looks like, like he spent way too much money to get his hair looking all fancy. I don't know. What a knob. But Ron just wakes up and splash water and already hair looks, looks magnificent. Looks beautiful. Yes, Thank looks you. beautiful. Yes. I just braid mine once a month and just sleep in it. And you know what? Looks great. It's beautiful. And they're they're in the you're in the row behind the barrister. They're in the front row, so he can hear exactly what you all are saying about him. And you go, he oh, looks, we wouldn't looks, be saying it if he could hear us. <laughs> no, you're did. like a row ahead. But as you're <laughs> well, going, and he he say. looks, he goes, and like snaps to one of the guards, and he's like, "Watch this one. She might burst into two or three. Who knows?" And points at Vin. Does he know me? Met your imposters. Mm. Yeah, Mac was out that day. <laughs> yeah. I wink and blow a kiss. <laughs> he has no. He doesn't know how to respond to that. <laughs> uh, and you, you see for once, the... he doesn't know what to say. We should have Vin address him every time. Um, Mordhill sort of turns around in his chair. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have you to show here. Um, this should be fairly quick. Not much to really do here, so I may call on you, ask some questions. Um, just answer what I ask you. No reason to ramble on or anything in front of the emperor, and then we can all go home and drink wine and eat." Ron just nods. He just turns around and just kind of, um. It's back to his paperworks. And as you all are waiting and the uh, trial is coming to a uh, beginning here, you see Chancellor um, Martin Wyndham sort of stand up um, and the doors close behind you to the throne room and there's guards posted there as the trial is getting ready to start and he stands and looks over the crowd and everyone kind of just hushes as he's sort of commanding his presence and he says by order of the empire and the emperor oscar vantis this trial of lord crawford cook shall commence immediately um here forth if said Lord is found guilty of charges. The hearing of Lord Kelvin Thornsby will happen immediately after to determine the future lordship of the city of Tustin. And he sort of looks over the crowd and he goes, I present to you the emperor of the Vantis Empire, Emperor Oscar Vantis. And he just sort of just sits in his throne and it just looks very, very intense. Like he's extremely focused on what's about to happen. And and you can almost feel the weight of kind of what's going on. Well, let's go ahead and uh, get this started. We have much to discuss and much to hear. Lord Mornhill. Lord Mornhill stands up. We, of course, are all here for the trial of Lord Crawford Cook, 
and his crimes against the empire his lies against our very king our very emperor and i do believe that once we hear all of the testimony and evidence that we have the emperor it will of course be an easy decision an easy decision for you to make And then um, you see Margaret Pirinel sort of stand up and address the courtroom as the representative and the barrister of Lord Cook. I, of course, will do my duties to ensure that a fair and just trial is had for this man and that any and all evidence be heard with an open mind as we are not quick to judge this man who is innocent. A loyal servant of the Empire for as long as any of you all can remember. And um, as she kind of finishes her little opening statement, she looks to the Emperor and says, um, Your Imperial Majesty, I would like to invoke at your pleasure, of course, that this trial be presided under a zone of truth. And then you hear the crowd just kind of go, like, it's kind of a big deal. Oh, drama. People are, are whispering and they're talking and there's sort of a roar in the crowd. And I guess it implies that they think someone here is going to lie. Mm-hmm. And the emperor just looks and says, silence. Under what grounds is this request being made? I believe that we have evidence and potential witnesses that have not previously been questioned and witnesses that have previously been untruthful in their original statements. And you see the other barrister, Lord Mornhill says, this is absolutely preposterous. You're creating a mockery of this court and the emperor. He sort of sits in his chair and sort of just kind of thinks for a moment it's kind of that short stubble that he's had since you had met him um and he is wearing his his crown also as he is presiding over this trial how old is the emperor again About? early 20s that's right his wife Very was young. next to us i think And what potential witnesses do you see causing any issues or potentially changing their testimonies? And she looks over at the crowd um, and you see a couple chairs over you is Captain Quinton Fenwick, because he's a witness. <clears throat> she says, for one, Captain Fenwick and everyone else just sort of... <gasps> And the Emperor leans close and he says, you do realize that you are accusing a member of the Imperial Guard, a former Imperial Guard, of lying to the crown directly. Are you certain that you want to continue down this line? And you can see that she's sort of conflicted. Cause this is kind of some some deep shit if some if things go wrong for her 
Can I say something or no? Um, like so she looks and she sort of looks to you all. It's kind of like, are we are we doing this? Are we good? So. Can I interject can or no? Go for it. I stand and say, we have reason to believe that a couple parties were cursed in, uh, were under a curse while, um, they, well, while these actions occurred and I tell them about the modified memory spell and how detect magic wouldn't have, um, found it, but the modified memories remained and we were able to lift the curse off of a couple parties and, uh, their memories were not true to the accounts of what they're being charged. And we have reason to believe that people might lie so that uh, they don't get in trouble. So you sort of stand and Lord Bornhill is just like looking at you and he just sort of whispers, how dare you, what are you trying to do here? against the crown your witnesses for the crown and the emperor sort of looks at you Vin, and says i admire your directness in this i shall grant this notion this trial will be under a zone of truth for everyone and i like curtsy and sit back down and say thank you and um but I give Finn like a like a thumbs up as she sits back down. Like, and I, I I I stand back up and I say I I want to make note that it's not that we believe that people lie directly to the crown. It's just that they were cursed, and we just need to make sure all accounts are accounted for. And I sit back okay. down. <laughs> He's just kind of like waves you to sit down. <laughs> um. <laughs> And he sort of just says to Archmage um, Fexia, is this, is what this person say is true? And she sort of like looks at you, Vin, and just sort of stares at you. I nod. It is plausible that there are magical effects that would not be detectable with just a simple detect magic spell. How they are privy to this knowledge that people's memories are being modified is a question unto itself to me. It says, Very well. With this, by my decree, we shall all be in the zone of truth. <clears throat> and the Archmage steps forward. She is going to be there to cast the zone of truth for every person that is brought before the court. <laughs> Alrighty. And then um, he calls to uh, Lord Mornhill, your first um, witness you would like to call, sir. And he. Um, he stands. Yes, I would like to call 
Let's see here. Ah, uh, yes. I would like to call the former guard of the Empire from Tustin, known as Guard Corbin of Tustin. And he sort of looks, and he looks behind him and he goes, Bring him in, please, and I will need your assistance, Archmage, or one of your Arcanists. And, um, as we arranged, of course. So they bring in, um, as they're holding a coffin and bringing it forward. Coffin? He said, Guard Corbin of Tustin. And they, um, set this coffin down directly, uh, in front of sort of the emperor and in between where you're going to address him. And he says, if you please. And, um, the archmage begins to cast a spell on, as they open the coffin, you see it is a guard that is deceased. Whoa. Interesting. Fucking get an uneasy feeling about this. <laughs> Zombie NCIS. I also whispered, just, don't forget just to like, cast is that what I think the it is? uncursed That's not what spell. I think it is, right? That's a dead man. Don't worry, Falcon. Ron will protect you. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're going yeah. to... Can you... Can you be cursed if you're dead? To tell... Like, to have your memories? Your memories are permanent, so... Theoretically, yeah. You just dig up a dead body and have them... Uh, seems weird. Yes, we need to make sure... Uh, yeah, if they don't look like they're going to cast the the memory-fixing spell... What was it again, Ron? Oh, oh uh, restoration or remove curse? Yeah, if they don't look like they're going to cast one of those, I'll speak up. Yeah. Do we <laughs> remember... Do we recall this name? Does this name sound familiar to us? It sounds very familiar to me. And Lord uh, Mornhill says... For those of you who do not know, former guard Corbin of Tusthill was one of the many guards under Lord Cook's care. And he is one of the guards who was killed in the battle that took place in the foyer of his manor. What the Archmage will be doing is casting a spell known as Speak with Dead. And with this spell, we will gain the truth of what happened from this poor soul. And then they can finally rest, knowing that justice has been served. Don't forget to fix their memories. Yeah, don't don't forget the curse. Don't forget to lift the curse. Make an arcana check, both of you. Shit, it can't be done on a corpse. Ten. Thirteen. Ron got seventeen. Okay. So you know that <clears throat> remove curse, something along those lines, um, is able to be cast on either a creature um, or an object which for the purposes of Dungeons and Dragons, a dead person is no longer a creature. They're considered an object. 
<clears throat> so it can it can't be cast on. Okay, good. Can it can. Yeah. I thought you were saying it couldn't at first. Okay. Whew. Whew. Yeah. They're made Close to call. be the one to cast it. Agreed. Like, I don't want anyone temp- like, yeah, I don't want I don't want people like tempering like tampering. Oh, right. to keep all the spell slots in case shit goes down. So they, they cast yeah, yeah. this spell and you see sort of the um quartz's eyes open and they turn their you don't see their normal eyes. You see just glowing blue completely covering their entire eyes. You see a faint blue in their mouth as they as their jaws open. Uh, yes. Well, um, I believe you, Archmage, will need to be asking the questions. Since you have animated this person for, um, this trial, the first question I would like to ask is... Did Lord Cook choose... Emperor Oscar Vantis of sending assassins to kill him. And Archmage Ixia asks the question. Um, and then you see the jaw sort of open and you hear Yes it's misleading. He goes very well. Did Captain Quentin Benwick defend the Emperor's honor and turn on Lord Cook? And questions relayed. Did Lord Cook order you to attack the captain after saying that he, Lord Cook, was a traitor? And the corpse same thing just sort of almost forced out not really speaking just coming out of their mouth yes interesting indeed did lord cook accuse these four adventurers before us of being assassins sent by the king or the emperor to kill him same thing the questions relayed And as the words sort of come out of this corpse's mouth, you see the glow fade into nothingness as the spell is now ended. And he looks to the uh, to the emperor and to the rest of the uh, court. As you all have heard from this poor soul that was killed in this battle from Lord Cook, 
claiming the king had sent these fine adventurers to assassinate him. Lord Cook is behind this, and our Captain Fenwick here trying to defend the Emperor's honor. And then he just sits down. And then you see the casket being closed and this person or this corpse being led out as it's the worst use of speak with dead I've ever seen in my life. It says Joe, not not Bryn. Very interesting with speak with dead is that you only get five questions and they're done and you can't ask me anything else. Can't cross interrogate them. All right, and um, he looks to um, the emperor and he says, very interesting indeed. Ma'am, please call your witness. And she sort of looks over and you notice she doesn't have any witnesses there with her as you all are technically witnesses for the crown the captain is witnesses or witness to the crown and it's uh, his witnesses to call and she says your imperial majesty your highness I would like to request a postpone or mere delay in this trial and then the crowd sort of roars again, and he just yells, Silence! Under what grounds, Miss Perrineau? These four adventurers, and points to you all, have direct information that there may be a key witness that is not here at this trial that would help prove the innocence or at least the clouding of what really occurred or the what occurred of the manor because it's not so cut and dry and Lord Mornhill just says you're making a mockery of this court you should be stripped of your titles as a barrister these witnesses are for the crown and are serving their duty to the empire by being here can we be here for both? Yeah, we would like to be witnesses for both sides, please. Doesn't work that way. Can we I... just want to tell the truth about what happened. Yeah, our our truth is not aligned with your truth. And the Emperor sort of looks... He looks to you, Ron. Step forward. Yes. Your Majesty. And um, as you step forward, there is um, an Arcanist that immediately begins casting a spell, which you recognize as Zone of Truth. I would like to question you myself directly. Can you please explain to me how this witness who is conspicuously absent from this trial of Lord Crawford Cook how it would help prove his innocence and why we're only just learning of this as this occurred so much long ago. 
And you're familiar with Zone of Truth, you know what you can and can't do. Yeah. Um. This uh, witness, who is not here, we have only learned the truth as of two days ago, which is uh, not evident to everyone here. It's the reason why they're not here. And it was Captain Benwick who has revealed the truth to us, the members of the Order of Iberis. He sort of looks at the captain, and then you see Lord Mornhill stand up. Your, your Highness, I have a signed statement here of exactly the occurrence of what happened in Lord Cook's Manor, signed by Captain Fenwick himself. If I may, your Highness, the reason Captain Fenwick has signed such paper is because his life and the life of his family were threatened by death if he should not cooperate and lie about the true events that happened at the manor which formerly belonged to Lord Cook. And sort of Lord Hornhill just sort of sits down, just like staring daggers at you, Ron. Very well. Who is this witness, Ron? Uh, this is witness. Is one of the members of the Order Iberis, uh, Quentin. Um, a member of your very order of which you represent. Yes, we have only recently learned of his treachery. Please have a seat, Ron. Thank you, Your Majesty. Captain Fenwick, please come here. And he gets the same zone of truth cast on him. Captain Fenwick. you lie in your testimony to this trial and in turn lie to the crown which is a slight against me and Captain Fenwick is like sweating bullets here and he's just like looking at you all just like hardcore threw him under the bus <laughs> yeah he's I just like nod and give him like a it's okay you'll your Majesty, I, pref I prefer not to answer for fear of my life. It. Captain Finwick, you understand that if you refuse to answer a question from the Emperor, what that means for you? What does that mean for you? Like whisper to whoever's near me. It's y'all in Lord Mornhill. <coughs> oh. Or if you can whisper behind you to Brannis. Well, wait. It, I'll whisper it loud enough that Brannis can hear. Did Quentin have something to say? Wait, I'm getting confused on names. Quentin's the guy from Order of Iberos that's not yeah. here. He, he's, no, the, he's, he's the guy eating all the time and signs our paper yeah. and collects our money. But he's not here, right? Wait, I thought he was here. No. Wait, he no. is here? No. No. Oh. Uh, who's here? So, 
Quentin Hannibal, Lord of Iberia's person, back in Tustin that doesn't know this is going yeah. on. Captain Finwick is here. He's the, the one captain. that just doesn't want to tell the truth. Yeah. Yes. And his okay, name gotcha, is gotcha. Captain Quinn Fenwick. Oh, uh, why would you do this to us? Okay. There are so many NPCs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you said Quentin was here. Like he had made no. an appearance. Like he was summoned. Uh, I thought so too. Nope. Quinn. Captain Quinn Fenwick. That's why I've been using Captain Fenwick to try and uh, avoid. Yeah, Captain, Captain Fenwick. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um... I like give him like a nod, like it's okay. That's how. He just looks at the emperor and says, "Your Majesty, you, you know I am unable to tell a lie under this spell. Just for the safety of my family, I implore you not to." Make me say this. And he sort of leans forward and he's he's very annoyed by this. Um like the, emperors? the Emperor. And he says, Captain Finwick, I demand you tell me whether you lied in your statement, because another man's life is on the line for what you may or may not have done. This is the last and only time that I will ask you. just sort of just looks downward and he just nods his head very well gods sees him immediately and they grab him and then they put him in chains and seat him off to the side Captain Fenwick you will be held and you will be further charged with lying to the crown and for bringing false testimony this trial Archmage Fexia please have one of your arcanists fetch this Quentin Hannibal please let's do it he looks at you all and he says where can this man be located uh, uh, the I reach in my bosom and hand them um, a business card. <laughs> yes. One of the guards takes it and looks at it and just like looks at you and just like puts it oh. away. <laughs> Our order is uh, located in Tustin. Oh, and he is right. there at the order. And I like go and like with Cran. Yes. Like <laughs> he should be as he is unaware this events are happening unless he has spies. Very well. And the Archmage looks over um, and points to one of the Arcanists who is sort of an older um, gentleman, like a, a long gray beard, wearing some very fine, um, like deep blue robes. He's sort of kind of there with the other um, Arcanists. And she says, Voxius, please go to Tustin immediately and gather this Quentin Hannibal. He just nods and you see him begin casting a spell and what he does 
is take out a piece of chalk that's very like a, a pale purple and begins drawing a large circle on the ground and begin putting different symbols inside of it and once he does this it all begins to glow outside not unlike what you saw um in when you were with the uh Jarl, but it's not rune magic it's different and as you see the um sort of sigils light up and this whole circle lights up um he steps into it and vanishes and then the glow immediately dissipates from the circle very well we will share we shall have one hour postponement for this quentin hannibal to be brought here do i know what that was that like spell or thing used make an arcana check please say i can Can do it too i was Uh, 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 stop rolling, please. Okay. And then... 15 for me. 15 for me as well. Um, he's cast a teleportation circle. Ooh. Oh, we need to learn that. I should learn that. That'd be cool. They're both on your spell lists. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so based on what you know from this, you know that with him drawing a teleportation circle here means that there is a circle somewhere in Tustin. Oh. Oh, I know uh. this spell. I was told this spell's a waste of time. <laughs> well, so like essentially you have to like bound yourself to a very specific anchor and you can only teleport to like that anchor. So is that the wrong one? Yeah, so basically this one is you open this portal and then any um you basically pick a destination that has a teleportation circle that you know of that you've been to. Yeah. So yeah, there you just are, have to find them. Yeah, there's just permanent teleportation circles fully done by the assemblage um, that are, you're assuming that was done because he has to have a valid circle. Make getting the back to reason fast. The fact that he's using one at all implies there's going to be more than just one out in the way, right? Yeah, there's at least one somewhere that he's going. So, that'd be cool. I want to learn it. It is a fifth level spell. So. Mm-hmm. And um, so the sort of um, court is currently adjourned. Um, the doors open to the throne room. Um, if anyone wants to mill around outside or do anything in particular, snacks. We want snacks. I can get snacks. If Actually, want. no. I want to keep an eye on what's his face because we told him we'd make sure he didn't die. The Captain Vinwick? Yeah, I'm going to stay near him at all times. I don't want to let him out of my sight if possible. Yeah, you can just stay there and just watch him. He's under guard. And if you, he just looks at you with just sad eyes. Yeah, I know. Ron should have done the right thing. Is the is the emperor still seated or you go pee or something? He's going to get up unless you have something to address him before this is done. Ron will stand up and your Imperial Highness, if uh, Ron may have a word with you. As long as it has nothing to do with its trial, you may request an audience. But if it has to do with the trial, then it is for everyone to hear. It is uh, on behalf of Captain Finwick. Then it shall wait. Understood. 
So he leaves and sort of goes back into chambers behind the throne somewhere uh, along those lines. Is there anything that you all want to do or talk to or anything while this uh, court is adjourned? Just on guard duty. Uh, Ron just wants to take a look at Thornsby and Brannis to see if they're like sweating bullets or anything. Oh, like doing an insight on them, see if they're in yeah, on it. Yeah, a little insight. Ooh, what if they are in on it? Then we could finally murder him. <laughs> you kind of turn around oh, and look at Brannis. He goes, best. well, isn't this exciting? Quite a turn of events. I can't remember the last time that Zone of Truth was used in a trial of such import. Just so stupid. It seems like it would just be used every time. If the truth is what is important. It's a matter of resources and availability. Well, it's clearly it's people have... I, I can't comprehend this. It seems stupid. Clearly, you're no barrister. Thank Why fucking is this goodness. Exciting. Just seems um, very stressful, intense. Not for Worried me. For everyone who might die today. Oh yeah, your little god friend that you threw under the bus. It's a pretty good chance of dying. Him under the bus. Well. He did lie to the, to the Emperor, so he gets what he deserves. His family was threatened, Brennus. You probably don't understand, because you probably don't have anyone that you care about that much, but it is uh, sort of a hard no situation to be in. There's no one that cares about him that much. Yes, good point. Good clarification. I mean, think about this. How long has he hidden this? He had plenty of opportunity to do what was right. If he thought his family was going to get murdered, you do not know but what the man will do for his family. I'm not saying you shouldn't have come forward. I'm just saying you should not be judging so harshly. This is what I say. Bold of you to be um, defending a traitor to the crown. Bold of you to be talking to me right now. Mm, And you forget your place for I'm a captain of the Imperial Guard. Would like to be under the zone of truth right now. Oh, yes. Not under trial here. Oh, just for fun. Yeah. Would you like to uh, participate? I think it sounds like a fun game. Of course, you have nothing to hide. No. Why would I do such a thing? What was your insight roll, by the way? Um, my insight was a 23. He looks like Brannis being Brannis, and he feels all big and important because he was made a captain of uh, Kelvin Thornsby's guard. He's just throwing his weight around. Doesn't give off any like vibes that he like he's sweating bullets or anything like the other captain was, which is consistent with what happened in the ball. As that's when he kind of attached himself to Kelvin Thornsby since he was kind of in his like as a retainer adventurer kind of thing. If you'll remember, he yeah. didn't work for Kelvin, and Kelvin liked him, so he said, "Hey, you know, let's let's try and schmooze and get this new Lord opening that's going to happen," and then. Based on the ball and what happened there, Kelvin got the nod from the Duchess, which in turn was a lot of influence on um, other nobles. So then Kelvin, of course, brought his buddy Brannis with him. So nothing would seem that like what he have known beforehand. You're not getting any of those vibes. He's just doing what any other like person in his position would do. He's buddy buddy with this noble and he's riding the coattails. Well, 
Valken has now moved from his seat. In fact, he's been sitting there with his arms crossed and tapping his foot and kind of like staring out into the center of the room and just mumbling to himself, Nobody told me there was going to be talking dead people here. I wouldn't have come if there was going to be talking dead people here. I hate it here. I want to go home. <laughs> He's just like, patient, please. <laughs> I already have one, so... <laughs> That's amazing. I guess I have two now. You get the bank one, yeah. Yep. Um, Brandon says, well, I'm going to get some refreshments. It seems like going to be a long and arduous sort of trial now. He steps up and just, uh, Lord Thornsby, you don't need anything. And he just uh, waves him off and he walks out. <clears throat> Anyone else you want to talk to or address? All right. I'm not so, um, anything we can do. Yeah. Margaret Pernell walks over to you all. Um, as Lord Warnhill is rightly fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment and uh she's like i honestly didn't think it was gonna work but i mean if the emperor's in a good mood i don't know i've never really had a trial in front of the emperor before this is kind of a big deal but oh you're gonna be famous um i don't know if i want that but so... how do you think it's going i hope you're right with this quentin fellow uh, hopefully your Arcanist can bring him back, but uh, Ron is concerned for Captain Fenwick for just wanting to protect his family. This seems, uh, unjust. We're kind of in a hard spot here is, yes, he was threatened, but he lied in his statement. No, no telling what else he did. You know, based on what you told me, he cleaned up after this whole mess, right? Uh, well, Quentin apparently took care of everything. And then you show his own truth works because, you know, people can resist. Well, that would be up to the Archmage to, of course, let us know if anyone resists or anything. Unless people are willingly going to do it. Of course, if they tried to resist, then that would be a whole other ordeal with the Emperor and all this other stuff. So if you're going to try and shake it off, you better. Well, I don't know. Um. Oh, let's not discuss it here, but. We should uh, talk later, after the trial. Right. Is everything fine, or? Oh, uh, just um, you know, uh, legal dispute about uh, home ownership. Oh, all right. Yeah, I can. I can help with that. Aronis looks at Valkan and like gives like thumbs up. <laughs> hmm? Just gonna lean over and be like, if we get him off and he's no longer on trial, you have to give him his house back. <laughs> 
Isn't it our house? No. We... No. We've... Like, didn't I find all these treasures? Like... You can't just I'm... go into someone's house, find the deed to the house, leave the house, and then be like, I own it now. Yeah, if he were... Down. If he were dead, or a criminal, or missing, then maybe. But if he is... Led off the hook, it is still his house. Maybe. Oh, oh, hold on. How? She's like piecing together what y'all are saying. She's like, you, <laughs> you saying you own the manor in Tustin? Not officially, but the. Uh, Alright, now I'm intrigued. We have some time. I think I. I think well, it's, I uh, you know, uh, this, with the, uh, you know, behind us, not good to talk about now, but. I think Bear I in mind. the lock and found it. You found it in the, in the manor and all that. Um, bear in mind, by the way, that going down this road, what we had mentioned before is you don't own the house, which of course, by, you know, similar reasoning, Lord Cook really doesn't own the house. <laughs> yep. It was given, you know, he just, you know, given away something that wasn't Oh, his. the deeds to the Baron. Yes. Yeah. Is the name so, on it? So we actually could kick him out. Valken knows he technically doesn't own it, but he's like, no, it's mine. <laughs> so, well, no, actually, I was I was confused. The deed is in the Baron's name. It's like the original. Yeah, deed. so actually, we could just kick him out of the house. So before you go down this path, you were asking an upstanding barrister to help you with this problem. But previously, we had talked about if you want this house, you're gonna have to forge documents to say that this belongs to you and that it's rightfully yours so this is this is a um nearly problem probably not a good upstanding barrister would do this for you you need you need saul goodman not <laughs> not <laughs> margaret Pierdell for this. saul goodman he's a orc fellow right <laughs> salt's an orc name anyway it's a long story not oh, right yeah, never mind. It's a more pressing task at hand. Um, well, just let me know and I can help sort any legal matters um, that you may have after this. More I have a question. Since you're doing me a favor. Uh, sure. Um, do they make a habit of digging up dead people to make them talk in the courtroom or? Um, not really, but this is sort Seems of Seems kind of unethical, a... you know what I I mean, it's about as ethical as using other magics like Zone of Truth. Yeah. Hmm. Dead people are icky, so... This is a pretty high-profile case here, so I think that we're seeing a lot of things that aren't normally seen in normal people or trials, right? But you are not allow allowed to rebuttal. Don't uh, both sides get to ask questions? They seem only very one-sided. Well, that's the thing with speak with dead is you only get so many. I think it's yeah, pretty smart on Lord Mornhill's part. Can't, so. can't you split like only two and then only two? Yeah. Oh, not that I know of. I haven't actually seen it used before, so. 
Oh, this is the first time you've seen it used. Shit. Yes. You should probably see if you can get a precedent set where it's not allowed to, like, do that. Just for future cases, you know. Maybe. Um, well, it... We're not going to be bringing any more, right? Not that I know of. So, okay. my question to you all is, since you were there, is what the um, former guard say, is that are those statements true? Technically, yes, but it is the way he's asking the questions that make the answers quite bullshit. That makes him a good barrister. It's slimy. Not Having respectful whole, at um, all. You know, half the people under mind control. Yes, people fought Wait, other people. Is, isn't barrister job to seek truth, not twist truth? Allegedly. To your point. Valken, um, none of those guards were in the manor. That's when the Lord got out and went to get guards and come back in. So, well, it's like technically possible, sure, but he just kept rounding up some guards to go get the assassins that were after him. Right. Yeah, that guy would, I, mean, I was, he was just given the scenario of somebody like out of their mind on with a curse. It's understandable that there would have been conflict at some point. Therefore, people fought. <laughs> some people died. Should we have time to go find some of the kitchen staff? Because they would have seen the Baron. Not the kitchen staff, the dining room staff? So just the people that were his servants. Serving staff, yeah. Okay. So anything else that you wanted to do or discuss before... The trial comes to, uh, um, to begin again. I don't have any. No. I can't think of anything to do other than just keeping an eye out for suspicious people and keeping an eye on the captain. Captain Fenwick. So. Oh, can I talk? Could we talk to Captain Fenwick? You can try. I want to go try to talk to him. Okay. He's under guard. Hmm? And they sort of just look at you. Not doing anything. Oh, Fenwick. No. I just came to ask you to please tell the truth. I don't know what they will do to you now. Are you sure it is worse? If, I mean, I'm, I'm probably dead anyway, so maybe asking for leniency and um, maybe getting a life imprisonment would be a, better for me. We tried to get your family out. We can see if they made it. We could touch base with, uh, they probably haven't made it there yet. It's a bit of a travel, but. I know. Could... No, you did. They're safe. You have to tell truth. Save yourself as well. I will when, when I'm called. I'm sure the Emperor will call me again. Okay, well, we're here. Yeah. We're keeping an eye on you. We'll make sure no one hurts you. 
we, we can't watch you if you're in prison, you know. That is one thing. I promised to keep you safe, but I, I cannot keep you safe if you're in prison. Do you understand? Understand. I should have came forward. It's my own doing. Tell, just tell them when they reconvene that you are ready to come forward. It's... Thank you. No. Thank you for being brave. That's it. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, some time passes, that hour passes, and the um, trial is reconvened. Emperor comes back to his throne and sits. Um, Launch Mage, any word on. Well, your Arcanist? Not yet. Your Highness. Very well. Some time goes goes by. Lord Mornhill, do you have any other witnesses that you would like to call? And he turns around and he like looks at you all and like looks at Captain Fenwick. And he looks back at, at you and just kinda smiles. No, Your Honor, not at this time. Hey! Brent, sorry, Brent, it's, this is Brent. Brent's gonna stand up. Uh, excuse me, you called us all this way here so that we could be your uh, witnesses. Not sure if you saw us standing over here or we've been waiting. He just looks around. He's like, I'm not interested in what you have to say. Then why did you, you call us as witnesses? the truth? I'm wearing this brooch. <laughs> and the emperor sort of looks to you, Brent, and he goes, please sit down, Brent. I understand what's happening here, and I will ensure that justice is served. Does that mean we can talk for the other side now? Fucking hope so. Yep. So some other time goes by as this sort of thing happens. Interesting. Okay. Um, so you hear just just outside of loud noise outside of the um, outside of the throne room as the doors are sealed, and you hear muffled just like shouting and yelling. Um, and then the doors open, and you can see. Um, that the Arcanist is um, walking back in, the one that teleported away in a teleportation circle. And you see that there are two guards um, that are escorting Quentin Hannibal yeah, into I got him. the room. And he's walking and he's like, it's your hands off me. I'm perfectly capable of walking myself. 
and they're just kind of escorting him. Um, and then they bring him up to like the side and sit him down. Um, and he's like, what is the meaning of this? How dare you bring me here? And he sort of looks and sees you all. And he, he just. Look, cause you look like what's going on. Ron just stares daggers at him. I'm gonna lean over to Ron and whisper. Do you think he is also memory confused? Oh, possible. It wasn't his fault. Don't know. Maybe who who isn't? I I don't uh, know who to trust anymore. Maybe they'll cast the uh, live curse spell and we'll find out. So. Um, and he sort of the emperor says, "All right, silence, everyone." Is this the witness? He looks to um, Margaret, who looks to you all. Ron nods. Yes, your highness, this is the um, one known as Quentin Hannibal of the Order of Iberus. He just looks at you all and you can see just sort of Ron staring like daggers through him and he looks to the Emperor and sort of looks at Lord Cook. And the Emperor says, please bring him before me. And the guards go to kind of escort him. He goes, perfectly capable of walking myself. And as he stands and just makes his way to where he is seated, he stands up and starts walking towards uh, the emperor. And as he's walking past uh, the captain, Fenwick, um, he moves at great speed for how portly and middle-aged he is. And he lunges at the captain and says, I'll kill you and pulls a dagger and is attempting to stab Captain Fenwick in front of the court. I would like to do a thing. Go for it. I want to use that rune that, well, I guess I can wait and see if he actually hits. He does. We'll misdirect the damage. Uh, ooh, sorry, whom? somebody. Yeah, I got to pick who. Uh, Brannis. <laughs> uh, yeah. You no, can't redirect we're in front it of everybody. Like... I can't do anything but evil. I, can I redirect it to myself? It says. Okay, I'm trying to find it. Uh, Is that the, the cloud rune? Yeah, thank you, thank you. Oh, I was trying to remember which one it was. Just, it just has to be a different creature other than the attacker. Yeah, it could within be 30 you. feet of me. So I'll redirect um, it to myself. How much did he like hit by? Like, is he close? Because I could use Bend of Luck as well. Yeah, to maybe so... make it so that he doesn't hit at all. 
yeah, let's see. Wait, does that as make you... As long as you, it's, like, within a couple of luck points. make you randomly explode with magic? Okay. No, no. I mean, I can do mine. It's not a big deal, so... It doesn't cost a spell slot. It's a feature thing. Neither does this. It's also a feature. <clears throat> it just costs two sorcery points. Mine... But yours will just reduce the damage. Mine will just redirect it onto me completely. Okay. So I'm gonna... I think I'll do mine. Because yours, he can still take some damage, right? Mine would make it so that the it potentially could not hit. So oh, like if you okay. have to roll for damage. Then, then you do yours hits. first, so, and if it still so hits, I'll use mine. This is gonna happen at the same time. There's not a you do this first and then I'll do mine. If you're both doing right, this, but if, it's both if it gonna doesn't happen. hit, I don't have to use mine. Because of the way it works. Well, right. if it both happens at the same time, then like we'll just either way you'll, mm -hmm. it, Yeah, just, so roll your roll your bin to luck. It's two. It's two. Okay. So, the uh, Quentin rolled 19 total, and then you have a minus two, which minus is two. a 17, <clears throat> which will hit. Okay. It's going to hit the, the captain. I will, Bryn will just be like, no, and she has that one is car is carved into the leather of her like gloves so she uh -huh. just like reaches out and i will redirect it onto myself okay so you redirect this onto yourself and it's gonna hit because you're y'all aren't wearing any armor <laughs> uh -huh. um so you're going to take a six piercing damage I need you to roll a constitution saving throw. <gasps> oh, this poison. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Good at those. Alrighty. <clears throat> Let's see. And, sorry, y'all. I'm a, a little slow on this. Things <laughs> happened that I did not expect, but the the, the, the dice are the dice. So, <laughs> did you roll to see if he found what's his face? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's really cool. Okay. You're going to take 20 poison damage halved to 10. Hey. You are not poisoned currently, like the condition. Um, I would just like chat and everyone to know that it took everything within me not to redirect that onto Brandis, but I did the right thing. That's all you know for now. So you are, you see sort of your veins sort of turn like 
pale green as some of this damage comes into you redirecting. Huh? Um, as this all happens so fast, as he comes through and he just stabs at um, the captain and it looks like he makes purchase, but nothing happens. And then you kind of grab at your gut and then you see sort of the blood coming through, soaking through your fancy clothes um, as you are one that was stabbed. And the Emperor stands and there are guards that swarm around him. Um, and he just yells, seize him, take him into custody. And then guards are grab him and slam him to the ground and are putting manacles onto him currently. I go like at him. Yeah. And that is where we're going to end the episode tonight. Shit. Shit was getting good. We just started. (laughs) I will say uh, there was a nice um, surprising series of roles of do they find this guy? Does he know what's going on? What's he going to do when he gets in there? So very interesting of what uh, what happened there. So um, thank you all for watching. I appreciate you joining in. There's no episode next week we will be back the week after that which is the 29th of april so we'll see the conclusion of the trial to see what happens now with that being said thank you all for watching um you're all the best and i have the best players y'all are fantastic (laughs) and we'll do a poll and then we'll do some shout outs here so please make sure to vote into the poll of who you thought the MVP of the session was. And I'll get this going real quick. The poll is up and then we will start with Bunny Dreadful. Uh, hi, um, I'm Bunny Dreadful. I'm an art streamer. And uh, if you like any of the art for the show or you like to see people draw D&D character art or just draw cute girls, I don't know. Give me a follow. Um, yeah, thanks. All right. Up next, mac and cheese, please. Hi. Oh, if you're drawing cute girls, does that mean you're drawing yourself? Let's go. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm mac and cheese, please. And I um, stream when I feel like it at the moment. Um, I uh, cancel streams more often than I don't. So um, if, you're, if you're into that, uh, twitch.tv slash mac and cheese, please. Otherwise, I post regular Minecraft content on the YouTubes. Um, yeah, you can follow me at youtube.com slash mac and cheese, please. And that's me. <laughs> right there on the screen. And you can find it from our Twitch channel, too. Up next, Moobs like Jagger from the GG and crew. Hello. What's going on, everybody? Moobs here. Uh, four dudes, one channel. That's what the GG and crew is all about. And uh, I'm, part of, I'm part of the reason why we're not streaming next week is because I'll be at PAX East. Uh, so if you're at PAX East... Come say hi, or I don't know, whatever. Shake hands. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll sign it as Ron too. I don't know what his signature looks like, but I have to think about it. Anyways, um, yeah, I play stuff. You know, Final Fantasy fourteen. We got a there's a new patch, new content, so gotta gotta get all caught up. So that's me. Hi, bye. I buy it. Last but not least, Virtual Spectre. Uh, that's me. Uh, I am a content creator as well here on Twitch. And uh, like Moobs, playing the uh, new patch content from Final Fantasy XIV tomorrow, especially. 
and uh, also doing a bit of near replicant on the other days I stream, which is an awesome game. So come by, say hello, and uh, yeah, thanks. All right. Hi, I'm Max. This is my channel, and you're here, and I like you. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for those that listen to the podcast, that watch the VODs, that hang out in here with us. Y'all are amazing. Bryn, please gain an inspiration for being the MVP of the session. Um, Y'all are great. Thanks, everyone. I, I love doing this, and I'm glad that you all like watching it, too. So um, next episode's episode 50, so that's exciting. Wow. Woo. Um, but, Crazy. Yeah, I know. 50, 50 episodes. Um, I don't even know. But anyway, thanks so much for watching. We'll be back uh, the week after next. Um, so wash your hands, wear a mask, get vaccinated, pet cute animals. Uh, not that do, order necessarily. Do do donuts, not drugs. All those things yeah. that we say that I kind of remembered. Um, but see you next time. Have a have a great night. Bye, Bye. Bye everybody. See ya.